Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Whatever you're doing, you need to take it and rip it up and throw it out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What did I tell you coming back from the combine of my top rumors? I'm telling you I heard that Philip Rivers was in the mix. And Kyle Shanahan, he confirmed it. He was prepared to. Earlier on the show, from NBC Sports Bay Area, Matt Mayoko. Former Stanford head coach David Shaw. Coming up, Packers running back Aaron Jones. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We're about to take your phone calls right here before Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers joins us already in the first two hours of this show. Uh, Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area broke down what's going on with the 49ers quarterback situation, Nick Bosa's holdout, and how close was Phillip Rivers to joining the San Francisco 49ers last year? All that re-airs as soon as we're done right here on the Roku channel. That's the way we we, uh, we roll here on this program, all three hours. Uh, re-airs as soon as we're done from 12 to 3 Eastern. We're live Uh, Also, there's our podcast, all three hours, available on the Cumulus Podcast Network. Uh, There's also our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, and all of our socials on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. We just did Overreaction Monday as well in hour number two. That was a fun conversation. Um, I have a top five list. That I'd like to start hour number three with before we get to our phone calls at 844 Rich number to dial. Okay. Um, it's time to fire up the old uh, music once again. Top five standout performances of preseason week number one. Hey. Okay. All right. Now, as you know, the question is, is what to read into these preseason games? How do you read into them? Not a whole lot. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it is true. I mean, David Shaw came on in hour number two and said, you know, uh, what Matt Mayoko said in hour number one, it's it's just about getting to the finish line here um, of preseason healthy. But there are still some performances that I think are indicative of what's to come, and they are standout performances. Number five on this list, George Pickens of the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Did you see his catch over the middle and run yes. on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes. Now, I was thinking of going Baker Mayfield here just to troll you, Chris. <laughs> he he threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> he should have. Okay. And you think that Baker's not going to be the starter or won't be the starter for much of the season. But George Pickens, gents, over the middle, 
had people bounce off him or he bounced off them and then ran straight for the end zone. Yeah. 33-yard touchdown against Tampa. This is potentially a sign of things to come. Can you imagine? Yeah, he nice. Can you imagine if the Pittsburgh Steelers once again have a game-changing wideout? <laughs> and unlike Antonio Brown, this dude is a Mack truck to boot. Number five is George Pickens on the list. Number four, standout performances of week number one. The Bears' big play offense and not just Justin Fields. How about him flipping one out to D.J. Moore and it wasn't even that great of a pass. D.J. Moore corralled it and gone. 62 yards. How about Khalil Herbert? Yep. Taking one just right around the line of scrimmage, 56 yards and gone. Big play offense from the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields, all he's got to do is just quick snap, boom, bubble this, bubble that, screen this, screen that, get rid of it, and watch it go. Like, is that what the Chicago Bears can do now? And then Justin Fields will be able to maybe make plays with his legs and then maybe go up top too to DJ Moore and others. And let's not forget... The guy with a contract that running backs would love, Cole Komet at tight end. <laughs> How about the rest of this offense? Chase Claypool? Oh, hey, they, they certainly had me sitting up in my chair. Standout performances for week number one. Number four on the list is the big play offense of the Chicago Bears. Number three is Jordan Love. Tell you what, man. Tell you what, man. Tell you what, man. The Bengals were talking about him all week, singing his praises. And the ball on... The first preseason weekend for Jordan Love went right where he wanted it to go, right where it needed to be. He was sharp, 7 of 10, 46 yards, a nifty 9-yard touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs. See what happens, but Jordan Love, first preseason week, many other quarterbacks did not have as a week like Jordan Love had. Eager to see what happens when Tom eats ball, by the way, against that quick strike offense of the Chicago Bears. Number two on this list is the front line of my New York Jets. Oh, baby. Defensive line. Yes, sir. Not not offensive line. The front line of the New York Jets make fun all you want. Quinn and Williams didn't even didn't even show. He wasn't even there. Who, who okay. is in that picture? Look at the arms on that guy. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Well, Bryce Young is a little man. Though. I know, I mean, Chris, I mean, but still. You know, he's tiny. <laughs> the Jets front line, five sacks. The Jets defense, 165 total yards for Carolina. And Bryce Young will not forget his first preseason game. Yeah. Just saying. We're all focused on Rodgers and the offense and whatever. And obviously the offensive line of the Jets, if they can match the success of the defensive line of the Jets, look out. Yep. But you best bring your lunch pail. And by the way, uh, if Zach Martin's not back in week two, good luck, sir. Yep. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Good luck, sir. Quinn, yeah. Quinn and Williams trouble. may be, again, treating another quarterback like he's a, a, a mall Santa Claus right in the lap. Hmm. Number one on this list of the standout performance of preseason week number one, I'm going to go there. Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr. Looked like he's been playing for the New Orleans Saints forever. Derek Carr, man. He had a 12-play, 80-yard drive to start the game. Six of eight, 70 yards, four-yard touchdown pass to Keith Kirkwood to wrap it all up. He looked really, really, really good. And the Saints offense 
if they can look like this when they're at full strength and Derek Carr is feeling comfortable and he's got a massive chip on his shoulder, another top five list that I will do, and Derek's going to be on it, is the top five largest shoulder chips in the NFL this year. Derek Carr, number one of standout performances of preseason week number one. You think we need one more? Oh. All right, we'll get okay. one more. Okay, I'm going to go with this story. I don't know if many of you have heard about this story, but there is a lineman, a defensive lineman on the Los Angeles Chargers named CJ Okoye. Did you hear about this story? No. Okay. Okoye? Yes, indeed. Oh. He is from Nigeria. He is part of the NFL's international program to find players around the world. He went to the NFL Combine in London after just playing football in Africa started just three years ago. He was invited to train in the U.S. at the University of South Florida's Pro Day prior to the draft this year, and the Los Angeles Chargers went ahead and put him on their team. And because he's an international player, they get an extra practice squad spot spot, should they choose to use it on this young man. Now then, he comes up with a sack in the preseason game this weekend on Stetson Bennett. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, nice story. Nigerian player comes to the United States, gets a sack in his first preseason game. Did you know this was the first organized football game he's played in his life? What? (laughs) Really? He's never played in an organized (laughs) football game. That's awesome. He's worked out. That's awesome. He's gone to pro days. He's gone to a combine. That's amazing. But the first game in his life, he came up with a sack in this game. Look at the video. We can't show it on the air here because it happened inside an NFL stadium. But the Chargers sideline went nuts for him. And after the game, Brandon Staley gave him a game ball. Hey guys, the way that sideline erupted, that's what we that's what we're hoping for tonight. CJ <laughs> That's awesome, man. Wow. I reached out to Daniel Jeremiah, who, as you know, calls Chargers games on the radio. And I'm like, tell me this kid's going to make the the practice squad. He goes, yeah, get a spot. So he's going to make it. And again, a sack in his first organized football game. That's wild. He started doing football three years ago in Nigeria. DJ told me, Daniel Jeremiah told me the day before the game, the defensive line went up to him and said, you've got to have a sack dance. (laughs) (laughs) And he practiced it in the meeting rooms just in case he got in the game and he sacks Stetson Bennett and does the sack dance. He did do the dance, okay. That's pretty pretty awesome. (laughs) it's his first organized football game. That's pretty awesome. Now that's a standout performance. That's amazing. (laughs) For preseason week one. Guys, a Nigerian player named Okoye, I'm going to bet my money on. Okay, I'm I'm going to... 
take a chance and say this guy might have it. So fun stuff. That's why we. Wow, that's cool. That's why we we follow sports stories yeah. like that. That's Good job amazing. by uh, the Chargers and Brandon Staley. Give him a, a game ball. Dang. Uh, Grant in Phoenix, Arizona. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Grant? Hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, I had an overreaction for you, and then I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, my take on what they should do with the Pro Bowl, if that's cool. Uh, all right. Um, okay. Give me your overreaction, then then hit real fast on the Pro Bowl, if you don't mind. I've got Aaron Jones coming up, and I don't know how many people are talking about that these days, but go for it, Grant. Sure, sure. So my overreaction is basically everybody's saying that Trey Lance is not going to make it. I think it's hard to judge uh, a guy who hasn't played proper football in several years mm-hmm. based on just one performance. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, Pro Bowl would be changing the name to the Toilet Bowl <laughs> and having the worst NFC team face off against the worst AFC team. <laughs> Loser gets the first pick in the draft. Or no, sorry. Winner gets the first pick in the draft. Loser gets the last pick in the draft, and they can't trade up. Thanks for taking my call. There you go, Grant. Have a great day, guys. Okay, that's Grant. I'll just leave that right there. Wow. <laughs> Jeff in Detroit. What's up, Jeffrey? Hey. How you been, Jeffrey? Did yeah. you hear what David Shaw Jeff. had to say earlier about your Lions? Oh, man, listen. I am blessing. Uh, I kid you not. It is wonderful. Much support behind these Detroit Lions. It's almost scary. I'm going to tell you what it's like. Having blue Kool-Aid that you make yourself all the time, but now you look up, everybody has it in the stores. Everybody's selling it. Everybody's drinking it. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If the bandwagon is as full as I think it is, what if the Lions win on opening night and ruin the Chiefs' banner-raising evening? What if they do that? What if they go in and Goff does to the Chiefs and Mahomes what Goff did to them the last time they played and just lights it up and puts 50 on the board and outscores the Chiefs? What if, what if that happens? It's happened before. The Chiefs went into New England and ruined their banner-raising oh, I know. and blew them out. Five years ago, so it's. Oh, I know, I know these things can happen before, but that would be something else. I'm saying it's I have a question. Yeah. I have a question for you, huh? Sure. And, and and the fellas, is Kirk Cousins one of the greatest football playing minds? Oh, listen, and just hear me out on this one. Okay. Performance to payment ratio. Has there ever been a greater? Uh, uh, NFL people giving them money because he reminds me and me and Adam were talking about this. It's almost like you having to catch that Uber at two o'clock in the, at night or in the morning, home from the bar, and it's super duper surge charges. You would never pay it regularly for this price, but it's like my God, this man is always in the right place at the right time to get that money. Uh, I I I I hear you, and it could be it could happen again next year. You never know. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Greatly appreciate it. I know what it would be like to get that Uber at 2 in the morning because my Uber rating is up. Oh. 4.656? 4.6? It's up. <laughs> Drum roll, please. I mean, when you're as low what's, as what, you what's possibly it? I was at 4.54, right? 4.54. That's yeah. what I was when that was, we first. That's our crew. That's during the pandemic. During the pandemic, four, right? Four, I was 4.54 crew. Right. Yeah. When we were a YouTube only show. When you're that low. I mean, you know, it can, it can right now. I looked the other day. My, uh, only and, I, advice. and I've only had great our... rides. I've only had great rides since then. Mike, um, what are you at? You're still super looking, high, right, Mike? Now we're all checking. Hold on. Hold on. Let me give. My last trip just popped up. Let me give. Let me give five stars and a, a nice tip to Givork. 
<laughs> oh, you hadn't tipped him yet? Oh, you see. Oh, uh, you see. Uh, I mean, I, I don't go back on the app. Well, I'm you just know? trying to figure out maybe that's so now why he'll be you're... like, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm still 486. 4.6. Oh, guys. I mean, 4.6 flat. I mean, it's still a, low, but it's better. What are you guys doing? You know, they love me. I'm telling But you don't take Ubers. Yes, you don't I take do them. No, the you time. don't. No, you don't. You're, you're always in your I car so smiling and, and smiling in your front seat. Hey, 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 look at me in my convertible. Hey, 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 look at me in my teeth. Wait till the boat selfies come <laughs> next week. Oh, boy. The mute button's there is all I got to say. Oh, my God. I can do the same smile. When you when you give the smile on the boat, there'll be multiple white caps. Exactly. You like my teeth. <laughs> yeah, they're impressive, Mike. No, impressive. Hey, you paid so much paid for them. It better be. My t- I only had one bad tooth. I don't know why right, I did it. Take off your head. I'm sorry. Take, take off your, your head. head. Okay, here we oh go. My Let's God, see my it. hair. Let me see. Let me see. Let me oh, see. Black. Look at you. Black. I dye my hair, people. Yeah, you did it for like five, six years. Brogman pitied me back into it. Pitied me? He pitied me back into it. Well, pity, I don't think oh, that's wait a the I also saw. What is this? Brogman said I should do it, so I went back. I also saw an Instagram post over the weekend. Somebody's in love. No, I'm not in love. I'm, 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 I'm having a good time. Dude, your post was like you're in hearts, emojis, and relationships, and you're in a great spot. I'm having fun. That's a good way to put it. Okay. White caps, dark hair. Can't lose. Can't lose. Trips the. I like it. Good for you, man. I'm happy Thank for you, you. And that is I need to. Legit. I need to settle down a little. Oh, you could. <laughs> wow. You're what? such a wild At child. Spending you're your Saturday night. 60? I'm 57. Come on. Dude, don't give you're me the such three, a yeah. wild child no, spending your Saturday nights running faders for the Oakland A's, man. <laughs> I do some weird games. Dude. I've had some weird games. This That's year. some wild stuff. You need, yeah, you, need, yeah, you need to calm down, yeah, man. I did, All I those did FS1, those FS1 no, I'm games. On Fox. I'm on Fox. Okay, Big Fox. How about that? Don't disrespect. But don't res- disrespect <laughs> the people, the hardworking people of FS1. I work yeah. FS1 too, but I, I did. Somebody's got to put on Skip and fill in the blank. That's in the morning. I don't do that though. Have we filled in the blank yet? No, we haven't filled. Uh, Rachel Nichols, Richard, yeah. Richard Sherman. Yeah. How about Sherman. that? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people. Okay, so don't disrespect. They, they, no, I mean there's. I mean, come on. I okay, mean, <laughs> I know. <this. sighs> Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Roll your break. He's next. <laughs> this is the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks! It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one. Just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. All right, we're back on the air here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we're on the Roku channel. Um, I already heard from a couple people. They heard me curse <laughs> at you. One of them is Tom Person. Hey, Tom, happy birthday, brother. What, what did I do? Tom, Tom, who sends us all of our yeah. neat stuff from Cedar Spills. Um, happy birthday, Tom. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Tom. Tom. Happy big birthday, fan Tom. of the show. Good we're big fans to Tom. of Tom. So... I mean, we're redoing stuff around here, too. We're going to put a couple of... Put up the Brockman shot. Can we see in the background of... No. I can't really see much. No. Behind you. Let's see if we... There. You see the bats? You see yeah. the bats on the wall? There we go. Look at that. We're hanging bats now. Me and Brockman are like... We're hanging bats. Price. The wooden kind of bat, folks, not the Wuhan kind. We need, kind. The, we okay, need the music? Dude. Whoa. We're hanging bats. We're hanging bats. So bats hang upside down. So if they'll, <laughs> so Mike, if if you ever want to recreate that your favorite scene from The Untouchables, just choose. No, man stands we alone at the plate. Paid. Oh, you got one. What is that? What is that one? It's one that we haven't hung. Like, uh, well, there's no room for it. This is a is world, that the Mattingly one. A world Series bat from 2016. Anybody sign it? That's Cubs. Nope. It has your name on it. Ah, somebody oh. sent it to you. Uh huh. Very good. From was, 2016. Yeah, Cubs. We should get uh, Yankee first baseman Anthony Rizzo to sign it. Great game yesterday by oh, you guys. That was awesome. Dude. I, I, <laughs> it's not even. It's not don't even. get me started. It's not even. It's not even. Poop show. Don't it's not even. It's the worst. get me started. Terrible. Most, I'm leaving. I'm changing. I'm like TJ. I'm moving teams. I make, I'm, I'm going. I may go anywhere. Good I don't job, care. Mike. Way to Houston, hang in go there. Go Houston. Go Strohs. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I would never do that. Wow. I would never do that. World Series well, is pretty wide open. Dodgers. I'm, I, I think I'm going to be going. <laughs> Feels like there's about five or six teams that can win. Well, at least the Yankees are going to have a nice soft landing after yesterday. They're going to take on the Braves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Annihilation. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. One of our favorites. Hey, we had him on before he was Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, he's always been to Aaron Jones, but you know what I mean? Like Since when he's Aaron Jones yeah. of the Green Bay Packers. Is he, is, he, is he the only Aaron left on the Green Bay Packers now? <laughs> he's moved up the Aaron depth chart on the Green Bay Packers. I think you're right he's number that. one atop that depth chart and uh, number one in your heart as well if you're a Green Bay Packer fan. One of our favorites, Aaron Jones, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Are you the only Aaron left on the Packers roster, Aaron? Uh, we recently bought in uh, a guy from... Uh, from uh, the Panthers, his name's Aaron Mosley. Mos- uh, okay. So now I'm not the only Aaron. I told them when I when he got here, I was like, "Damn, I, I was 
I was enjoying being on. <laughs> We're just, I mean, come on, right? You've been waiting. You've been waiting like Aaron Raider behind Favre. You were waiting, you know, for all those years. I remember, I remember when I first got here, it was like five of us yeah. on, on the roster, five oh. years. So yeah, I waited a while. All right. You know what? You strike me. It's, apparently, it's spelled differently. It sounds the same, but apparently it's spelled differently. A-R-R-O-N. So you're the only A-A-R-O-N. So you got that going for you. You know? I'll take it. <laughs> How's everything going in training camp and um, preseason now for you? What do you got for me? Uh, everything's going great. Uh, we just finished up. Uh, last week we were in Cincy for a joint practice in our first preseason game. Uh, we're back here in Green Bay. We got the Patriots coming in for some joint practices in uh, two days. We got two days of joint practices with them and then uh, the preseason game. So we're excited. Uh, I feel like that breaks up the monotonous of camp when you get a uh, new opponents in front of you, or even like us going to Cincy, uh, that broke it up and made it not so monotonous where you're going against your your own teammates all the time. Uh, it really heightens it. it. It brings that competitiveness out of people. So um, there's a whole conversation, Aaron, about these practices, scrimmages, if you will, maybe even more significant for folks like you um, where maybe you don't want to, they don't want to put you in a preseason game for fear of, you know, a lot of helmeted live tacklers all around you. And that scrimmages are really where folks like yourself, veterans, which I will call you, uh, get, get better and more, uh, I guess, important reps. Would you agree with that, Aaron? Uh, yes, sir. I definitely would agree with that. Uh, you know, you see a lot of the guys who don't don't play normally play on the in those preseason games. They're mm-hmm. taking a lot of snaps in those joint practices, and that's where they'll they get their work at uh, against the other ones and things like that. And um, you really get to, like I said, you really get the, that competitiveness to come out. Uh, you get to challenge yourself and see see where you stand and see where see where you're at. And um, and then you flip to the preseason game and some. Um, those younger guys are practicing out there as well, but then that's when they get a lot more of their reps in the game. And so, do you like it that way? Do you like it? Uh, yes, sir, I do. I definitely do like it. Uh, you know, it gets you back in the in that ball. I mean, even though you're out here with your guys and you're practicing, you know, when another team comes comes rolling into town or you rolling to town on uh, to face another team, it it gets you going. You're ready to play ball. Uh, all, all of that, oh, this is just practice, That all of that goes out the window, you know, is you, you're ready to play ball. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, um, I, 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 I don't know how many interviews you've been doing lately, but um, is this the longest the interview's gone without you being asked about Jordan Love, Aaron? Uh, I would say it has, Okay, 100%. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. My restra- I, I actually pulled a hamstring restraining myself from asking you about him. <laughs> so let's roll into it, if you don't mind. Um, your impression of, of Jordan Love's readiness for a full playing season as the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers is what? Uh, he's more than ready. Uh, he's, he's very poised. He, uh, he's calm in any situation. He's a true leader. Um, and us guys who've been here um, with them over OTAs and camp and all of that, we, we know what kind of player we're getting, and we're excited to just go lay it on the line for him and make his job easier. Is there a specific example of his leadership skills that you're referring to you're willing to uh, share for me? Just uh, one of the practices, you know, uh, the offense we weren't having, um, 
that good of a day, and Jordan just stopped stopped everything we were doing and called us up, and uh, you know, kind of let the offense have it a little bit, and, and not in a bad way, but uh, like, come on, like we got to pick this up. Is this what we want to be? And all the guys were like, no, of course not. So um, him just having a voice, everybody respecting what he's saying when he speaks, everybody listens. Um, and then he's a he's a heck of a quarterback. Uh, he's athletic. He can. He can use his legs as well. So uh, he brings a a lot of different things to the game. Is that something that you and maybe others who have been around a while remarked on uh, once practice was over? Like, all right, I see you, Jordan Love. I I noticed that you stopped practice and kind of called everyone together to knock some heads together figuratively. Is that discussed? Uh, No, no, I tell them uh, right after he did it. uh, That's what we needed. Um, You know, it's going to – it can't always come from the same person. So, you know, um, and if it's always coming from me, it might sound like beating a dead horse, but if it comes from somebody else who's well, very well-respected and the mm-hmm. leader of our team, then those guys are going to listen, you know what I mean? And not to say they don't listen to me or anything, but when it's your quarterback, it's your quarterback. And so, you know, just the general sense of the passing game, if you don't mind sort of helping me from afar – um, suss something out here. It's clearly last year, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the young receivers getting on the same page, Rodgers having it done a certain way, his way for a long time, and these receivers needing to learn that. Do you think there might be more, if you will, uh, cohesiveness in the passing game just merely because Jordan Love is a peer in age, as an age group, and that they're both, gr- and they're all growing together as opposed to the way it was last year. Is that a fair assessment, or feel free to say no, Aaron? Um, I, I do feel like, feel that, that, like that. You know, A-Rod, he's been, he was in the league for so long, he knows exactly how he wants it, how he wants a route ran, um, and that comes with time. And Jordan, on the other hand, he, he's having time with these young receivers to work, and so these receivers are going to know exactly – what what he wants or what he's looking for on certain routes. So we've had that we've had that time versus last year. These guys are just coming in straight from the draft prep into OTAs, and they're trying to they're getting a playbook thrown at them. Then they're trying to give you exact give Arod exactly what he wants on that on certain looks, and it it was just a lot for them. But as you could tell, once they was able to get the playbook down, they were able to go out there and play fast and kind of you you seen a, a jump and. Uh, but now that, like I said, we've had OTAs, we've had camp, mm-hmm. um, and we've gone out there with Jordan to work on our own. Um, to so we we know what Jordan's looking for. He wants us in a certain spot. We're there, or uh, you know, what, whatever it is, our, our timing will be right. And uh, so we, we've had time to develop. Um, he's had time to develop with the young guys as well. When you said on your own, is it after practice, or did you travel somewhere and all connect sort of as a summit? Uh, we all went out to. Uh, Santa Ana, Santa Ana, Orange County. Okay. Uh, this year, I went out there twice with them, and then uh, I know like Romeo Dobbs works out there with them. Uh, Christian Watson came. Uh, who else? Uh, I'm drawing some blanks. Uh, right. Jay Reed came. Okay. Devon uh, Wicks. Uh, he came. Dontavian Wicks. I always say his name. Wrong. Sure. So, they, so you all got together in Santa. Like, what does that look like? Because well, again, I, I think this is of interest. If you know, for those who may not already know, uh, of Packers fans to know, like this is this is something that is outside of training camp, outside of practice. I mean, it happens. I understand a lot in the NFL, but this is Jordan Love's first go round here. 
you know? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so it was something that me and, like I said, he was already working out with Romeo Dobbs. They're, they're in the same area. And then I flew out there, and this was before OTAs. And uh, me and Jordan was just talking. I'm like, hey, we should we should get some more of the receivers or all the skill guys that come out here, whoever can make it, can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told Jordan, hey, you, you just – you shoot us the dates and we'll we'll make it happen. Whoever can come can't. And then he 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 hits us up in a group message. Hey, these are the days that we're looking for. Um, and whoever can make it made it. And the day looked like uh, you know you wake up, you you get your workout in, and then from there you go uh, you go to the field. And then on the field we're just uh, we're working our timing, our steps, top of the route, um, what he's looking for, uh, working signals. To, uh, a number of things, so um, we could play faster when we came back here for camp, and so that, that was the second time we did it right before we came back uh, for camp. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Few minutes left with one of the best in the NFL here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about you a little bit, if you don't mind. Twenty-eight years old, and uh, you see what's going on with the running back market. Do these two things, you know, connect with you sometimes? You're just thinking about your future by yourself and seeing what's going on with your a lot of your colleagues who put up numbers similar. Uh, in the same neighborhood as you and and how they're either sitting uh, at home right now or wondering when they're going to get paid um, long term? Aaron? Uh, I definitely look at the market and see what's going on. And uh, so I'd like to thank my my agent, you know, for uh, helping me and staying staying ahead of it, Uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Kind of read the market, and that's what helped me be able to stay here, um, taking a little pay cut and – you know, I just I wanted to be here with my teammates. This is my family. It's not really a pay cut. I've never made eleven million in a in a single year. So uh, people say pay cut, but I don't. <laughs> I say pay raise. Yes. Um, but through him, we was able to like kind of see the market and which way it was going. And um, I definitely think backs should be paid though. Um, they're they're definitely one of the most uh, versatile and key pieces on the team. Um, you know, a lot of times the quarterback can't get that get that deep ball off or or uh, complete that pass without the back picking up a protection off the edge or uh so you got to know what's going on in protection you got to know the uh running game and the passing game um so you you're doing a little bit of everything you're doing what the receivers do you're doing what the uh o-line does and except for you you just don't throw the ball <laughs> sure no I, I i understand and just again like um what what is your take on what the running back market is Aaron? Uh, I I don't like where it's at right now. Um, you know, just just seeing how valuable running backs are, or how much they can help a team, um, and to see our position devalue. You know, um, they already the the lifespan of a back is already short. Now they're not trying to pay a back. Uh, I feel like that's even worse. And um, you only get so many years out of this game. So uh, guys have busted their butts for a long time just to be able to try to get a pay raise or increase and. Um, now it's not happening, so it's a it's something I don't like to see, um, and I hope I hope it changes here pretty soon before uh, I'm up to get my ne- for <laughs> for another contract. Or, mm-hmm. But uh, hope hopefully I'm a Packer for life. Well, and and, uh, and in terms of, about that, yeah, and in terms of that, Aaron, uh, just want to make sure. Uh, does Gutekunst know to either FaceTime you or not? Because that happened <laughs> to the last Aaron there, and we saw what <laughs> happened. You know, I just want to make sure is he aware of how to contact you, Aaron Jones. Uh, Goody can call me however he wants. Okay. You know, I'll pick up the phone. Okay, just want to make <laughs> sure. Time, phone call, text message. I just want to make sure reception's all fine up there in Wisconsin for you. So just want to make sure that's not what happens. Um, so uh, 
<laughs> last one for you. Last one for you is um, you hear the sense again, Rogers being the goat that he is and going to the Hall of Fame where he's going, that he's not there anymore. The Packers will miss him significantly and thus fall off. And the NFC North is wide open. That is, I'm sure you're aware, being the smart guy that you are, a prevailing wisdom. What do you say to that and to Packers Nation, Aaron Jones? Uh, I tell them um, they can come, rest to come to judgment or um, have their own opinions, but opinions are are like, um, you know what, and, <laughs> and they stink. And um, but we're we're gonna write our own story, and uh, at the end of the day, we're gonna look up and uh, have proved a lot of people wrong, and uh, that's the best feeling, you know. Um, being an underdog, I've been counted out of an underdog my whole life, mm-hmm. so uh, I love I love I love where this team is at, and because for the past three years we have been probably the targets on our back, winning a uh, not winning but uh, making it to the NFC championships and thirteen and three, thirteen and three uh, consecutive years. Uh, so I feel like we had the bullseye on our back, but now people are sleeping in on us, not giving us a chance, and um, kind of like being in that place, you know, where nobody gives you a chance. You go, you just go out there and fight, and uh, you, you'll shock a lot of people. What's that going to be like week one, and of all teams in Chicago as well, Aaron Jones? What do you think that's going to feel like with that Jordan uh, Love in that locker room going out there? It's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of energy. You know, it doesn't get any better than starting the season off with a rivalry game um, in Chicago. So we're, we're excited. Uh, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of juice and uh, mm-hmm. ho- uh, not hopefully. There will be a lot of plays made. Yeah, I'm sure. And then maybe we'll find out if uh, Aaron left ownership papers of the Bears behind for Jordan Love, right? We'll find out. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See if Aaron left that behind. You know, he signed over those papers to Jordan Love before he went to New York. Have you watched any of the uh, hard knocks? At all? Uh, no, sir. I haven't watched uh, any okay. of the hard knocks. Uh, okay. Just when I was being in camp and right. us traveling and stuff, I haven't gotten a, gotten around to watch it. I've seen different clips on like social media and stuff, though. Yeah, because Rogers looks happy, right? He looks calm and happy. Yes, me, sir. You know. Okay, but you. I'm you, happy for him. Okay, and I'm sure you are. Um, Aaron Jones, thank you for the time, as always. I truly appreciate having Showtime with a Y on this program anytime. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Right back at you. That's one of our favorites, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers, right here, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm going to write their story, baby. NFC North, I'll say it, sneakiest good division in football. Sneakiest good. Put up a poll at Rich Eisen Show, which division gets more playoff teams this year, NFC North, AFC North? And... I'm sure the AFC North will run away with it. 76% currently. Because, you know, everyone feels Burrow will be back. And even if he's not, even if he does take the Jamar Chase suggestion to heart and he sits out a month and they go one and three, they can win 10 more games out of their final 13. It's not out of the realm. Make the playoffs, do what they need to do. Ravens, we all figure they'll be better. They don't lose preseason football games regardless of who's playing. Facts. Right? Ever. They'll be better. Lamar will get in there. He's pizzade. He's running with heavy pockets. Happy. <laughs> you know, throwing with heavy pockets to Odell. Them pockets is heavy too. Right? Zay Flowers is getting a lot of run. 
J.K. Dobbins just uh, got activated today, right, Chris? Off the pup list. Off yeah, the pup. Off the pup list for J.K. But is he holding in? Is he was physically un- unwilling to perform? Seems like On it. that list? Seems like it. Right? The Browns? I'm going to sleep it on the Browns. Yeah, no one's really talking about it. Yeah, Deshaun's going to have to be better, right? Can't be worse. Can't be worse. Nick Chubb? Very good. Yes. By the way, when you talk about the best running backs in the game, a lot of people, for whatever reason, don't say his name. Yes. Amari Cooper? Yeah. Just gave him away. (laughs) Donovan Peoples-Jones? Yeah. DPJ? And then? Joku? Joku with 0% body fat? Dude, do not sleep. And people are on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Come on now. Can you pick it, baby? Definitely not. Pickens? So, of course people are going to... Najee? Of course people are going to say that North is going to have more in the AFC than the NFC. When, you know, the Lions, you need to see what they're like, and the Vikings... Vikings would have, like, 38 wins last well, year. Let's see, well, let's, let's see if they made the right move by saying, Dalvin Cook, you're too rich for our blood. Let's go Alexander Madison... That seems silly. You know, and re-sign players. You know, let's get Daniel Hunter back using that money, I'm assuming. You know, again, I don't, I'm not a capologist. I don't play one on TV. <laughs> the Bears are who everyone thinks they are, and then they show up Eberflusing their way to Eberflus. touchdowns on bubble screens from 90 yards out with two different guys. That was, that was something. <laughs> right? And then everybody, you know, Vikings and then the Lions have got a bunch of bandwagon jumpers and the Bears and then Packers. Packers. Well, who are the Packers, right? They're all Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron, they're finished. Jordan Love stinks, right? That's why uh, That's why they've... You can't even sit there and say that the reason why... Honestly, the whole idea that Jordan Love in people's minds stinks because he couldn't get into a game... Rodgers won the MVP in back-to-back years. When are we going to see MVPs back-to-back years? Maybe this year. But other than that, (laughs) back-to-back years was Rodgers' response with MVP. And what are they going to do? After they sign him to that big, huge contract, what are they going to let him walk after two MVP seasons? No, they're going to sign him. They're going to play him. And Jordan Love is going to get a shot. And if he's even, what, 70% of Rodgers? Which MVP Rogers? last MVP year, Rogers, seventy percent of Rogers, MVP Rogers. They're a playoff team. Yeah, they can be. If he's seventy percent of MVP Rogers, twenty twenty one Rogers. Yeah, yeah, playoff team. This is fun. I can't wait. You smell it in the air. It's football season. Ah, uh, yeah, baby. It's football season. Let's go. Well, you're, and well, you're done watching baseball, so it's uh, yeah. Football season. <laughs> I was done a few months. What's ago. that sport? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and a Bill Belichick press conference moment of the day, baby. Yeah. That's next as we finish up this Monday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests Work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. You met Prince, correct? Yeah, what yeah. I never forget. We were at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Security came to me to my seat at the end of the show, or towards the end of the show, and said, "Prince wants you to come on stage." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, he wants you to come on stage now. <laughs> All right, so I'll go on stage. It's me, Whoopi Goldberg, Cornell West, Tavis Smiley, a bunch of other people on stage, and we went to this after-hour spot after the concert, a place called Village Underground in, in the sure. village. Sure, oh, that's famous. Yeah, and so, you know, because Prince likes to jam afterwards. Well, Prince just went to go listen to the musicians, and so it's Prince, his assistant, and myself, and I see Prince lean over to his assistant, and then all of a sudden, the assistant leans over to me and says, uh, I don't know why I do this voice, but it's like, Prince wants you to come back and have pasta and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Oh, okay. And then Prince got up and left, and she got up and left. I don't know why her voice is so deep, because it was a woman. She got up and she left. Because you were summoned. You were summoned by royalty. And there was, you know, an array of people uh, in the living room, and I went back to find Prince, and he was back there holding court with Tavis Smiley and Cornell West, and he looked up and smiled and gave me the peace sign, and I went back in, and we had pasta and pizza at 4 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Wow. How did Prince like his pizza? Um, this is very important. No, the first, toppings first off, is a window into one's first soul. Off, there was no meat on the pizza. And I didn't okay. see Prince eat any pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would go to his house, man, for, for the house parties. And it'd be Stevie Wonder playing the piano. Uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner on bass. Uh, you know, R- uh, Rochelle Farrell singing lead. It was just amazing, man. And then you would like 5 o'clock in the morning. His chef is serving you breakfast. You're like, why am I at Prince's house at 5 o'clock in the morning, man? Awesome stuff right there. Just wonderful. Back in the day on YouTube, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. So I did my uh, top five standout performances of week one um, for the preseason earlier. And I didn't include this gentleman because I just don't think it it merits um, just throwing it in with football accomplishments. And I wanted to separate it from that. Because we're taking for granted that DeMar Hamlin is back on a football field. Are we ever? 
I mean, it's just, oh, okay, he's been cleared and he's out there. He was out there. He balled out, too, for the Buffalo Bills. He yeah. made plays. Yeah. And by the way, you know, he could be wind up a very crucial member of this defense as he was becoming a crucial member of the defense. And it all, as we all know, came crashing down to the Cincinnati turf on a Monday night earlier this year. And there he was, back on the field against the Indianapolis Colts, balling out. And I I just wanted to say, I can't believe it. Because <laughs> I can't, I, I just will never be able to shake the feeling that we had for four days between thinking he was dead to finally finding out he was going to survive and he was awake and seemingly all there. Now he's back. And he had this to say about getting through the nerves of getting back out there on the field. I mean, I would say maybe a little bit, you know what I mean? But there's a part of me that, you know, that feeling will always be there. You know what I mean? Because I, I went to Cincinnati trying to trying to uphold that number one spot in our conference. You know what I mean? I didn't expect my life to completely change and to be dealing with, you know, super, like, serious health conditions. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think as long as I play this game, um, there will be that feeling in the inside of me. You know what I mean? But, you know, what a challenge. What a – what a who 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 can say they get to, you know, face their fears like this, you know, in front of the entire world, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, I kind of look at it uh, as that aspect. But um, I honestly feel like it will be there forever. But it was a good step in the right direction as far as internally for myself to, to allow myself to know that, you know, you are who you say you are. God, I love that. Wow. I, I, honestly, I, I just sometimes just lose yourself in the football a lot. And then you can't shake what he went through and... To hear him, I never thought in a million years that the approach would be how amazing is it that I get to face my fears and face it down in front of the whole world. Because he is doing that. He is doing that. Because honestly, so many of us feel like, oh, yeah, he survived. (laughs) <laughs> he's bad. That's what he is, he's a football player. He's yeah. just going to lace it up, strap it on, and get out there because he's a football player. And for him to say that, it's a challenge, but it's also something that he's relishing the challenge of facing his fears in front of the whole world. That struck me. I'm like, that is just a unique way of going about it and a, I think a healthy way of going yeah. about it. Also... It does plug into what a football player is, I believe, at his core or her core. Is is a competitive spirit. Like he's competing against his fears. Against himself. He's going to win. He already won. Just to get out there. But as he's saying, it's never going to not be there on the field. And he's going to always have to deal with it. Because as he points out, I went to Cincinnati trying to fight for the conference. 
and then I'm fighting for my life, and my world's totally changed, and everybody's viewing me differently, and I'm viewing myself differently, and I now have completely different sets of challenges that I never thought I would ever have or be ready for. I heard that, and I'm like, we shouldn't just gloss past it that ah, he's back on a football field. I just wanted to pause and say that, that I, I, I see you, DeMar Hamlin, and I think it's awesome, and it's something to show kids, you know, that having fears, it's okay, it's okay to have fears, it's okay to be anxious, it's okay to have anxiety in this world, it is okay, and there's people there to help you, and the one person who can help you the most is yourself, and fight it in front of the whole world, he's doing it. If he's doing it, you can too. I love that message. On the opposite end of the press conference spectrum is today's Bill Belichick press conference (laughs) moment. And so, again, for those who need a a quick refresher, with the pullback of one preseason game in our new way of doing things, what the league is doing is setting up preseason games, as always, three of them, and prior to them, you practice against the team that you're about to play against. Gets the juices going. And players who might not play in the game because you want to hold them back get the competition against someone else in a practice, in a scrimmage every week. That's the way it works. So you play someone in a preseason game, but before it, you you scrimmage against them. Which leads to this question to Bill Belichick getting ready to scrimmage with the Packers before playing with them. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. What made uh, working with Coach LaFour and the Packers specifically an appealing opportunity? Yeah, it just worked out that way. <laughs> I mean, this guy. He's so good. <laughs> That's it. I mean, he took on the Houston Texans last week and we scrimmaged against them. <laughs> This just worked out that way. Just worked out. Yeah, just worked out that way. Worked out that way. Nick used to work with us. You know, my grandmother had wheels. She'd be a wagon. <laughs> Next question. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> no, I mean, so he works. You scrimmage, you play. Yeah. So the then you do it was... next week. You scrimmage, you play. That's how the schedule was made. One more round of applause. Hot. What a great way to what a great way to finish this. What a great way. Don't don't go negative. Go positive. Yeah. A great Bill Belichick press conference moment takes us out on this fun Monday show. How dare you? It's hard for him to go positive on Monday. How dare you? (laughs) 